0: episode 49 horror express
1: the horror express what year did this come out
0: 1972 Ooh, yeah this is yeah. a yeah 1972 horror movie it's a british slash spanish film um the spanish title was uh, panico en el siberiano which is panic on the trans siberian Express. oh is it <laughs> um this movie stars the uh famous uh, christopher lee peter Cushing team also has uh alberto de mendoza silvio Tortosa, and uh the great terry Savalas, a uh, brief role as well i'm here with andrew andrew's gonna give us a plot summary I'm here. of the film yes
1: in case you're wondering who that voice was do you think our voices sound how similar do you think our voices sound? I assume do people, people who just
0: are... only listen to this podcast when they want to like be like lulled by the sound of two Muppets <laughs> in the distance, just sort of bleeding at each other. I don't think it's for content that they're listening to this. Okay,
1: <laughs> I sometimes one I've been sometimes wonder that of like I just start uh, thinking like how similar do our voices sound?
0: I don't our voices aren't aren't that similar. I just think there's depending on how late we end up recording, there's a point where we just both like
1: have the same cadence.
0: Yeah, we're both. We both have shifted back um, into our chairs, and we're just like. I'm a, blah,
1: blah, blah. So let me tell you, but he goes to the castle, and then there's a play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think at that point, it's just like. I like to get up on it. I like to get fist distance from the microphone and speak through my fist the entire time. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm just I'm just yelling from a distance. Um, anyway, Andrew. The plot
1: of the movie. All right, nice. <laughs> so Christopher Lee is in China, and he finds a fo- he finds a mummy, a frozen mummy. Mm-hmm. mummy frozen style up in the mountains takes it on a train amongst it is evil he tries to draw a cross on it and then there's not a cross drawn on it but he but christopher lee's like no nah, it must be yoga yeah
0: he's well he's these these conjurers sort of have all sorts of uh, yeah tricks like do, yoga including yoga
1: so because he said the box is evil oh also a, a guy tried to pick a lock you know the box lock and then he died
0: Yeah, he got his brain wiped. Yeah. No. Oh, sorry, spoilers.
1: He died. His eyes went white and he died.
0: So they assumed he was blind. But but then he wasn't blind because he could
1: see a cop from a mile away. Yeah. So anyway, they get on the train and then Christopher Lee's also there. No, no, Peter Christian's also there. Christopher Lee, we knew was there. Mm -hmm. Christopher Lee's also there Mm -hmm. with his, like, done with it assistant. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the older woman. Yeah. And then he's like, what's in that box? So he has... The baggage guy looking in the box, but then you know what's in the box? It's in, the mummy's alive and it's evil, and a brain sucks. Well,
0: wait, wait, wait. What's in the box? It's Brad Pitt's wife, isn't it?
1: Yeah, she is a mummy from our space. <laughs> okay, cool. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, so he gets his eye, he gets his um, the old the orifice bleed happens to him, you know, eyes in his mouth. Ears,
0: Yeah, eyes in his mouth ears.
1: Eyes and mouth ears, the old orifice bleed. Eyes, nose, mouth, ears. Okay. Eyes, nose, mouth, ears. Gotcha. The old orifice brain bleed. He gets one of them, and then the mummy unlocks the case with the brown nail, or the bent nail, rather. It was also kind of brownish, I think, maybe.
0: That's a sex sex position, I'm pretty sure.
1: (laughs) The brown nail. Yeah. So anyway, then they're like, what's going on? So they look for the guy, and then they go into... They check inside and say, oh no, it's the baggage man is inside the case. Because the mummy broke out and then the mummy goes around and it kills people. But then they kill the mummy. But then they find out the mummy's been wiping people's brains clean. Also, the mummy is the devil. The devil from space. So, because the, the police inspector on board kills the mummy. But then the mummy goes into the police inspector, you know, because he has his hairy hand now. And then the police inspector starts killing people. And then they come across. They send a message to like a train checkpoint or something, or train station. I'm not sure what it was. That's where Kazan comes in. He brings all all the guys on, and then they try and like find the person. Then they shoot him. They shoot the police inspector. Then he turns into the priest because the priest. So the priest at one point sees him eating a guy, and then he turns into. He's like, I love. He's like, forget about God. I love Satan. There's also a countess and a spy. Mm hmm.
0: There's separate people.
1: Yes, those are separate people. The spy gets her brain eaten by the mummy before he gets shot. He's the last person who got your brain. Anyway, that's not important at this point. (laughs) Well, actually, as you're saying, when he eats people's brains, he gets their memories. Also, inside the mummy's eyes, the original mummy's eyes, they can see the things that he saw. So they see like dinosaurs in space because that means he came from space. So then he talked to him, and he's like, I am an energy being from space. Also, he kills all the Russian Cossacks at this point.
0: Yeah, there's a whole scene where he kills all the Russian yeah, Cossacks.
1: Yeah, he's, he, he's like his brain thing, which it, before and after this point takes is like a very long process. At this point, he's like rapid fire, like touching them once, and they're like, ah, I lose all my brains back and forth. So maybe he, you know what it is? Because the information was overlapping between those guys so much, it was so much faster to like download it all, you know?
0: But, I mean, that's conceivable.
1: Like, it was like, you know, if you're downloading a file, but then you already have all the files. Yeah, there's
0: some kind of intelligent uh, code splitting there where it's, yeah.
1: It's It's only taking what he needs.
0: Yeah.
1: Right, so that happens. And then also, he can only do it in the darkness. He can't do it when the light's out. Mm -hmm. There's also, like, another engineer on here who dies, but, like, he's not really important. Yeah,
0: there's a whole bunch of people who die.
1: They're basically, all these people, there's also, like, the Count who has, like, steel. Basically, all these people here so that the thing can think he can build a rocket ship to go back to space. But then it doesn't go back to space.
0: I mean, it doesn't really get even that far, honestly. No, but you
1: It's got the kernel of the idea. Yeah. And then, also, it can resurrect all the people that it brainwipes to be zombies. Mm-hmm. And then all the people run to the back of the train where there's still light in the one car. Also, it cut the car light, the train mm-hmm. light. And then Moscow sends a message to the next station It says, launch... It says, kill all the people on the train. <laughs> so then they pull the lever that launches the train off of a cliff... But luckily, they decouple the last card on time, so only the monster gets shot off the cliff. And then all the innocent people are fine. And then the movie ends. That's all the points, right? I think so. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, so this, um, despite starring Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing, is not a Hammer Horror movie. Uh, It's, uh, like I said, it's actually filmed by, you can actually, and you can tell by the the Bangin' theme song. This is filled by or produced by one of the production companies that does like the spaghetti westerns. Okay. That sort of thing. And also trademarked is the uh, dubbing of all the voices in After the Fact. Um, actually, the um, the Countess, the uh, grift, the Grifter woman, and the uh, older woman who is the medical assistant yeah. are all dubbed by the same woman. Okay. Uh, all of Greg. They even, but even like Terry Savalas and Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee come back and dub their voices after the fact. It's why? got that sort of weird. <laughs> I, it's the same as like the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Like Chris, uh, uh, Clint Eastwood is dubbing his voice in after, so is he like Wallach and them? But why? I don't know why. It's because they were made for
1: international audiences. Yeah. So it's easier if they just like
0: I, I don't I don't know about the actual technical things of it, but I know that the Spaghetti Westerns were filmed the same way, and you can kind of tell when you watch it that like the
1: like they're just not recording the actors' audio. Yeah. And then just dubbing over it?
0: You, but you can tell by the way the the mouths and the sound lines up, that doesn't ever line up exactly right. Right. And you might, I mean, you could watch them and be like, oh, the audio track's like fucked up or something. But <laughs> uh, we watched the version on Amazon Prime that actually had, it's the only its the only free one. The and train whistle blows.
1: And the, what's that? This one with the train whistle blowing?
0: Yeah, it's got subtitles. And, uh, no, but it's uh, the, uh, the text and stuff for the credits was all in Spanish. So it must have been the Spanish version. I believe it was Spanish, not Italian.
1: Yeah, that it was Spanish because yeah. they use—they were
0: all Spanish words. Well, the Romance languages. There's some. Uh...
1: Yes, yeah, so there's some similarities, but unless they use words that are only words that are shared between Italian and Spanish.
0: Hmm. This, movie's, this movie is in the public domain.
1: Ooh! So,
0: if you ever want to use these characters in your. Uh... So, um...
1: I do want to use these characters. What's up? I do want to use all of these characters. Why not?
0: Um, the. Um... So I, I, this is the second time I've seen this movie. I actually uh, sort of like it. Yeah, uh, it's got it. It misses some um, important like movie stuff, like <laughs> like characters and stuff. But a lot of like it, stuff it, happens, and it's like isn't that the way? Sometimes with horror, is, sometimes? it is the way sometimes. You know, and it's not, but it doesn't make up with it a, with a particular aesthetic. But I do. I have a a soft spot for things that are sort of like train type mysteries yeah
1: um, well that's not, not really a mystery at all no
0: well no it isn't and i've got sort of i've definitely like a soft spot for like christopher lee and peter cushing working together yeah and uh i like terry savallison's performance in this movie i think it's crazy
1: yeah he just um, he just like hams it up for like five minutes
0: and i like the the sort of high concept of the alien space intelligence who is hopping around from brain to brain and i will say that this my like Take on this movie originally, and it's hasn't really changed. Is that this is like one of the most like Call of Cthulhu session movies ever made? Like this is like, it's not necessarily like Cthulhu mythos, but the the idea like you could definitely see like a a party consisting of Christopher Lee's character. Uh, Peter Cushing's character and like the medical assistant or the crazy priest or something. That, that's just like, right. it's just complete Call of Cthulhu setup.
1: It's just a bunch of a essential, an engineer.
0: Yeah, an engineer, like it's just. A spy. Yeah. And there's a monster on the train and they're investigating it. And then, and then in the end, they're probably killed by a bunch of zombie Cossacks.
1: No, no, because they all went off the cliff.
0: Yeah. Well, in my. If I was running Call of Cthulhu, everyone would die by zombie They Cossacks. all went off the
1: cliff. Luckily, they had that kill switch. Why? anyway what about you Andrew what are your thoughts on the movie at large okay so I would say it's not full on I feel like it's halfway between like a real movie Mm -hmm. and like a Manitou yeah it's not it's not like the people are acting in this movie
0: it's true the the performances like compared to the Manitou are like way better (laughs) right Even the people who don't speak English are doing a way better job than the average man or two person.
1: This feels very much in like that Hammer, um, that guy who I can't remember his name somehow that we could watch a million movies of. Vincent Price? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's another guy who like...
1: No, 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 the, the director. Who I'm somehow forgetting his name. Even though we watch a million of his movies. What movies? Like The Mask of the Red Death.
0: Oh, uh, Roger Robert Corman, Corman yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it feels kind of like in that Corman.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely like cheap sets. Like one set, one set. And I think uh, this set is actually repurposed Doctor Zhivago sets.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, like that. Like the train stations. The two train stations seem like they were pretty much the same set. Mm-hmm. Like why build two train stations? Don't need them. I mean, why? Why build two train stations? <laughs> <laughs> They're both in the middle of like the Siberian waste. Mm-hmm. Just make them both look the same. Why would they both look the same? They're both train stations.
0: Um, yeah. I guess I could definitely see the Corman. You know, I think actually the acting in this is on the whole slightly better than the average Roger Corman movie. Yes, yes. But with I mean, the exception of Vincent Price maybe, but.
1: But I mean like in that kind of, it's more in that territory.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can
1: see that. Where it's like, it's there's a lot of thinness to it it's you're there for the train ride mm-hmm.
0: and it's got this actually I think the pacing of this too is probably better than most of those Roger Corden movies this movie went by quick yes it's and it's not
1: it is a brisk hour 27
0: it's an hour 27 which is not it's not nothing no it's not a long movie but it's also not like a short movie.
1: I always associate 90 minutes as like the shortest movie usually. Well,
0: we we watch many movies that are like 67 minutes. Like, <laughs> a lot of the first like 30 episodes of the show are movies that were under 70 minutes So well, That was a different time. Well, those, but some of those movies felt longer than this movie.
1: Yeah, but they were also like slow and laborious. Yeah, This guy was killing someone every other second.
0: Yeah. Yeah, a lot of uh, very painful looking contact lenses in this movie. Yeah. Well, maybe it was in contact. Maybe it was some kind of paper mache thing. You know, like you just... 'Cause they, they came out really far. The okay. contact the eye makeup or the contact lenses or whatever yeah. it was. Like I, some of them had pretty good decent eye bulges that, like
1: they did, so I assume they I guess I just thought of them as contacts. Me cause. too,
0: but as I'm saying it now, like maybe they just maybe they just made like a prosthetic that they put over their faces. Maybe. The white ones definitely looked, looked very painful.
1: <laughs> well, you gotta suffer for your art. You need to stuff for four I years. I hope they got paid pretty well. Uh eh, well... was all All the nameless Cossack extras got paid very well.
0: I don't know if any of those were real Cossacks, but...
1: um, Well, in the movie they were. They were honest ones. Or at least, Kazan was an honest one. Because that's what the devil is afraid of. Mm. We're honest Cossacks.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, that's how it goes. This wasn't... I mean... Now, are you sincerely reading this as the devil?
1: No, no, like, I couldn't tell. But what is the devil?
0: No, nope, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not going to be into anything like that. But the um, <laughs> but
1: what is the devil though?
0: I just didn't know because you. It, I never, I never thought of it as really the devil. I thought it was just the ramblings of the priest. But the way you were talking, I wasn't sure if you were.
1: Sincere. So, so heaven's above us, right?
0: No, above us is only sky,
1: and in there is heaven, like space. Which the salient creature came from.
0: Did he fall from space?
1: Yes, he did. Probably it, was but a pur- it was an accident. But it was a purposeful falling. Mm. But then they forgot him. Much like the rest of the angels forgot Satan. The
0: angels forgot Satan? Is that <laughs> Maybe we should check the Bible again. <laughs> I'm not sure you remember. Is that in the Bible?
1: Second.
0: What? Is the angels and Satan in the Bible? Yeah. Yeah, it's in the Bible.
1: Or is that further mythos extracted from like Paradise Lost?
0: No, there's there's stuff from there. Paradise Lost didn't come up with the idea of the fall and stuff,
1: right? But I mean, like further mythos that we all take for granted.
0: Which mythos?
1: I don't know. Like broader, (laughs) just broader ideas we have of the devil.
0: Uh, well there's that's a whole different subject but yes the, no if you're saying like did the idea of the devil come from the bible whole cloth no you're right about that like it's been evolved but I thought you were just talking specifically about the idea of like the rebellion and the fall and all that because that stuff's in the bible alright <laughs> but the uh, character of the devil is like a more of a middle ages creation yeah and actually evolved from um, uh, space monsters space monsters from like Zoroastrianism from Manichaeism and other like Middle Eastern like uh, duality based uh, cosmologies alright yeah
1: how many of them come from space
0: sure and and in the end the um, the devil you know the space man came from space he did come from space hurt us real bad
1: not us we were fine yeah fair but everyone else
0: I mean, that is actually a fairly Lovecraftian... This is something you might find in a Lovecraft story.
1: An unknown entity comes from space? Yeah. And then they dig it up when they shouldn't have? Yep. And then it wreaks havoc on them?
0: Well, the only way to really make it truly Lovecraftian is if you were to... not even bother communicating with us because we were so insignificant.
1: Speaking of mummies, I say we take a trip to China ourselves and dig up our own mummy. And see what he's got to say, don't you? Sure. Let me just, like... Let's just out, chip on through the eyes and go. You got a mummy in here. Let me wait. I'm looking in the eyes. I'm looking in the eyes and he's. I feel my brain, my brain. My brain. Oh, wait, no. No, he's, this mummy's giving me information in my brain. Ooh, my brain's getting more ridges. More ridges. He's telling me about. So Matt You and I, we live in New England, right? The spookiest, cursiest place in the States. Ostensibly. We've got more ghosts than we can shake a stick at
0: ostensibly ostensibly
1: so but what about the people who don't live here the people who aren't so blessed with
0: I guess they're not shaking sticks of ghosts
1: <laughs> right but what if but wouldn't you love a haunting too a haunting in your house something you can tell your friends and co-workers about
0: would I love a haunting yeah, yeah. I would absolutely I'm sure I would yeah
1: so that's where our latest sponsor comes in yeah our sponsors always uh... come out they always come out of the mummy's tomb yes
0: yeah. it's um
1: let me tell you about our... Uh, Haunt diapers. <laughs> no. The uh, special
0: diapers you wear and you feel haunted.
1: There are some of them available in the stock, of course, of well, Curse. It's a, it's a personal
0: thing, this diaper, so...
1: Yes. Personal is a warehouse that, pil- that takes items from all over various areas, mostly haunted New England cottage houses, mm-hmm. and delivers them to you depending on your own wants and needs. Have you ever wanted a cursed child peering at you from a mirror? Yes. Well, Cursinal's got you covered.
0: They can sell me a child.
1: They can They can sell you a small hand mirror. I, is
0: this a human trafficking thing?
1: <laughs> no, it's it's a ghost trafficking. Listen, listen. I'm going to read off the copy. Cursinal does not deal in human trafficking. Cursinal deals in spirits from beyond the grave, which at this point are strictly considered non human and are now ghosts. Ghost trafficking. Nothing the rules against it. I think I'm gonna uh, gonna pass on this one? I
0: think I'm gonna become a GRA. First. Ghost rights activist.
1: Oh okay. Um It says here that ghosts actually love the travel that comes with it. Did you know that most ghosts and spirits are actually wasting in a way in thrift shops right now? And estate sales and in moldy basements and various storage units, personal is giving them a new home, a new place to live. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Listen, I'm trying to help you out here, man. I'm trying to help me hey, out. Hey. No, here, <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> we're, trying to, we're trying to make a buck, all right? It's so hard to get Just guys. give me a buck. It's so hard to get so <laughs> give me those bucks. <laughs> it's no, so hard to get You need to help us out here. All right? okay when we get back let
0: me at those bucks you know what I'm saying
1: yeah exactly so when when we get back I need to be professional right? okay alright stick to the coffee yep alright so like I was so whew I just had to go to the bathroom real quick Uh and that's why there's that protracted silence
0: let me at those bucks
1: let me tell you I can get at those bucks all you need to do is go to go to personal.com slash golden age to get $20 off and free shipping off any cursed item you need to bring to your house. Wait, any cursed item? Any cursed item. What kind of cursed item are you looking for? A
0: diaper. Cursed
1: diaper. <laughs> well, let me tell you, we have this cloth diaper from the mid eighteen hundreds that always stains.
0: Always stings? Stains. Stings.
1: Stains. Stings. stains. Oh, okay. And stings. No matter when you use it. But now that we mentioned, it, it's going to be purchased right away. So you better be the first one to get on it. So
0: in the mid eighteen hundreds, yes, they would have used cloth diapers. I would think that's what I said I said it was a cloth diaper. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I think it's gonna be pretty gross.
1: <laughs> listen, you're not getting it for, you're not getting it for per, listen.
0: I'm getting it for personal use. You're
1: getting for the personal use, not personal use. Okay, that's personal.com slash golden age. And now let me. Hold on, like, <laughs>
0: The video for our segment that always immediately follows the ad segment, which is I googled the <laughs> domain name to try to see if it's available.
1: Let me put back on my coat. Let me gather this, this frozen ice tomb and head back out to the real world. I hope there's no, I hope there's no mummies on my train back. choo Choo-choo. Choo-choo-choo. That is the sound of a train whistle. And we're back. So, this train. So, you said now, how much of this train mystery would you classify as a mystery?
0: Uh, well, I think you had it right. It's not really a mystery in the sense that, like... Now, it's not a mystery in the sense that, like, the audience is ever in suspense, because it really never is. Like, right. like this movie just tells you what's happening. Yeah. It's not a secret. But the you're watching characters trying to solve a mystery, and they are sincerely trying to solve a mystery.
1: Right. But also, do you think they ever really solve the mystery? Like, they are also just given information.
0: Well, I think Christopher, Christopher Lee's character makes some pretty impressive leaps. Okay,
1: yes. <laughs>
0: right. And, I, I mean... You could, you could, you could definitely like I, as I pointed out when we were watching it. Like,
1: oh, when well, he does figure it out, you're right. Basically he basically solves it, right? Yeah, he's the darkness. Yeah, yeah,
0: he solves that part too, but he also like basically explains the premise of the movie earlier.
1: But which is really, bizarre.
0: <laughs> I mean, given really insufficient evidence, maybe he's a smart guy.
1: Right. As soon as he's given like the, the tiniest shred of a drop of information, he just leaps immediately to the proper conclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, He's like, you can see... Oh, pictures of the moon. Oh, it must be memories of the creature that came from space, projected into its eyes. Oh, the creature must be... with a, oh, a smooth brain. Oh, Peter Cushing also is like, a smooth brain. The, the creature must be wiping their memories and stealing them.
0: Yeah, that too. Like, is that... Yeah, I mean, I guess... Uh, Listen, if, you
1: there's, if some,
0: you... there's some good science going on in this movie. If you
1: work backwards from the wrinkles in our brain of information... And you think about that, what happens if our brains had no information?
0: I mean, I guess that's true.
1: Maybe smooth. You could
0: definitely... Smooth
1: I mean, as a baby's bottom, as he says.
0: I suppose it's possible, like, whatever, killing could have been some kind of, like... It's just that the idea that the movie, the memories are leaving, I think, is the is the jump. Like, <laughs> this, there being a race, I think, is fine. Like, you got some kind of weird... I don't know. You get some kind of radiation or gas that gives you, like, some kind of neurological event. And your brain yeah. just, like... I don't know.
1: But he's a magic space. Well, you see, he's not really even a creature. He's energy. No, he
0: wasn't. It's not like he was originally wasn't uh, a caveman or whatever. You're right, or he was, a space ape. He was energy, just an energy being.
1: Which also means that, technically speaking, Christopher Lee's scientific breakthrough is still there. He still did find a missing link after it all.
0: Oh, you mean the monkey?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> he did. He did technically still find him. It's, because well, you, you would think at first until just this moment when I realized that you're like oh well no that wasn't actually a missing link that was an alien from space
0: but yeah he also not only did he find the immortal space energy he also found the missing link but he lost it because the train blew up
1: no but they were in the back
0: was the monkey in weren't
1: back? the weren't all the bodies in the back the end car oh is that the last car I assume they were I don't know maybe he did lose it
0: either he lost it or he didn't <laughs> those are the two options
1: well, it's time for Murder Express 2. When don't we find out did he lose or not?
0: what about Horror Express, should we sequelize that one?
1: <laughs> yes, we always should sequelize Horror Express. Yeah.
0: Um Yep.
1: Probably should. <laughs> and to find out what happened to that missing link.
0: So what what is your what is your end uh and and uh and feel? Your end feel for Horror Express is a thumbs up, a thumbs down, a thumb sideways.
1: Hmm. Okay, so I'm trying to think about cuz going into it it was it wasn't fully what I wanted.
0: You want something stupider.
1: I want something way stupider. I mean, this is fairly stupid. <laughs> right, but it's not stupid in all right the right ways. Right.
0: And you want something more like the Manitou.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, f- I was feeling that I was riding that I was trying to ride that wave. And this movie has some of it, but not enough of it. Mhm. It had, like, okay, this movie had a great soundtrack.
0: The, uh, I thought the soundtrack was really cool.
1: Yeah, it was, like, weird, like, space funk stuff or whatever.
0: The, the music's by John kakavas And he was the American composer and conductor, best known for his television scores, uh, Kojak being the one he was uh, most famous for.
1: Kazan has a Kojak vibe. That yeah, actor.
0: well, that is because it's Kojak.
1: Okay, that's what I thought. That's, that's why I thought I kn- <laughs> he looked familiar and, like, I kind of placed him to that guy but I had like I placed him to a guy that I knew but I didn't know who that guy was I've never
0: seen Kojak but Terry Savalos is in a ton of movies he was in um, I'm blanking on the name of it the movie where the he plays like a sex criminal who's like one of like he's like a the dirty dozen is that a movie it's like a horror a war movie sounds you know, right he's also um, probably the movie I, I thought he was most famous for which is he was a James he was um, one of the Blofelds in James Bond okay
1: Yeah, that's. um, I think he was.
0: I think it was on Her Majesty's Secret Service was the movie he was Blofeld in.
1: He I he seems like I could I can imagine him like I can pick up pick him up and move him put him in like a white suit or something and put him in a James Bond movie. uh,
0: I think he was one after. um, Oh my god! What's that guy's name? George. uh, George Donald Pleasance is his name. Who the actor who played. he was a Blofeld earlier. He's like oh. really over the top, and he also is in uh, the first two Halloween movies. He's in several of the Halloween movies as well. Okay, he's he's famous old actor. He's in also. Awesome, he's in a ton of horror. He's in a ton of B, B horror movies as well. Yeah,
1: so I would, I would put this movie as a thumb sideways if I had to thumb it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, I would put it sideways. But I hate it. I hate applying ratings to things. Yeah, because I think it's
0: well. That's why I, tr- I tried to be like. Uh, <laughs> You know, I didn't ask you how many stars out of five. Either, oh,
1: but. I I can tell you how many stars out of five. There's no problem. <laughs> yeah, but um, five out of five. It's got all the stars I can give it.
0: It well, if some, I guess the question is, if someone, which maybe we should evaluate it through this lens. Yeah. If someone was like, I want to watch.
1: Yeah. Okay. So the thing is, I want to
0: watch. someone's well, like, what would you tell someone who was, you know, what? How would you describe this movie to someone who is look, like looking for a movie? And you're like, "I want to watch a horror movie." You say, "Well, I know a horror movie that's like this." Is this the movie you want? to... Look? Does that sound yeah. okay? Like, what would you say?
1: to This is the thing. I wouldn't. If someone said, "I want to watch a movie," I wouldn't say this movie. Okay, well, if, that's not surprising. Right. If someone, someone said many better movies, I, if I, someone said I want to watch a horror movie, I probably wouldn't say this movie. If someone said I want to watch an older horror movie, I would consider it.
0: Yeah, what if there was someone watching a horror movie set on a train? Like yeah. I, I just watched. I like I just watched Murder on the Orient Express. Yes. The one with um,
1: Johnny Depp? No, the other one. <laughs>
0: the one with uh, what the hell is his name? Albert Finney. Okay. And uh,
1: you're like, what if this had more space aliens? I
0: want, I want, to, I want to watch another like train movie, but I want it to be like murdery. But no, not murder-y. I want it to be like space aliens.
1: <laughs> you know what? This is exactly the movie you're looking for. Yeah. I would say you, sir, have described this film. Let me tell you about Horror Express. I think this movie
0: pops up on, it sincerely does pop up on lists of like most Lovecraftian movies from before or whenever.
1: Sure, right.
0: Uh, and you know, that's, there's thin competition there. I don't think this movie is <laughs> particularly like on that spectrum, but I mean, on that, it's particularly Lovecraftian, but it is on the spectrum of Lovecraft.
1: Yeah, I mean, that is, it's, it's a broad.
0: And you're looking for like a weird, like a like a non traditional horror monster, I think this is a good one. Yeah. Because it leans on the science fiction, like Quatermass, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, well, it like, brushes along it yeah it like skips across science fiction with like like a rock on a lake surface
0: right it's definitely not like a hard sci-fi because of how loose how how there's no science in it (laughs) and everyone immediately it's it's a murdering space alien so I think that so I mean so this movie like if you're I think if you're looking for a movie to watch and you've seen like a lot of other older horror movies yeah this is a great one to watch because I think it's notable for the actors I think it's notable for the setting of the train which is kind of cool yeah and I think it's notable for the premise which I think is what I said earlier pretty
1: much yes I think it it, in that kind of very 70s hammer Corman Mill you yeah
0: if you've seen all the hammer movies or you've seen the hammer movies that are good and you're looking for another Christopher Lee movie to watch
1: then this is a good one yes it fits into that of like because that's the thing though that's the weird um Middle ground that it inhabits where it's like not as bad as like mm. a badly made. It's not as bad as a
0: manatee, so you can't watch it and just like giggle the whole time. You're right, right. Well, oh, there's there is some stuff to giggle about here.
1: Yes, but also there's like enough craft, but there's also there's but there's also not enough craft that's like oh, this is a great yeah. movie. So it's
0: just not going to get out of that like zone. So you have to be looking very specifically for something, that which I think is where what I was looking for the first time. Yeah, I was looking for something that just was like a little spacey.
1: Yeah. Yeah and that's, that's what this is it's like it's, it is almost the very definition of a niche film
0: mm-hmm.
1: it doesn't it doesn't it would not hit a broad audience but it would hit ex- if you're if you know if you're, this is what you were looking for this is what you'll get and you'll be happy with what you've got
0: yeah and for me this is like I said what you're looking happens for to, happens to check off a lot of my very specific boxes so but it gets like a little bit of a boost in my they head. certainly
1: check off that gun all right. I'm sorry the um, Peter Cushing very early on in the movie put his gun up on the put that big rifle oh, gotcha. up on like the storage thing, and it's like a it's like you know it's like a minor stage action, nothing to, like no one brought any attention to it, mm-hmm. and then it came back.
0: It's fair. Oh, Chekhov's gun. Yes, I, I see what you're saying. Yes, there,
1: I, there was a quick wordplay there.
0: Yeah, but that was that
1: was a tough one. <laughs> a little, little too highbrow for your hard yeah. express brain.
0: Just, just tell me about Frankenstein. It's all I want to hear about.
1: Okay, so Frankenstein no, is a doctor. I don't really want to hear about Frankenstein.
0: Frankenstein's the monster, bro.
1: No, he's a doctor.
0: At, the, at this point, like, I don't. I just I'm not accepting Frankenstein's not also the name of the monster because it totally is. He is also
1: the name of a monster, but I'm talking about the doctor in this case. But
0: wait, was man not the true monster the whole time? Oh, fuck. yeah. And
1: right? The man was Frankenstein. Think about it. I am thinking about it. Frankenstein is the monster. I'm trying to think about it. The monster was truly man. The man was Frankenstein. Dr. Frankenstein is the real Frankenstein, thus making his creation man. <laughs> Mr. Frankenstein. Please, Mr. Frankenstein was his father. You're right. He is. You're right. You're right. Because Mr. Frankenstein was his father. So he is Frankenstein. All right. Sorry. <laughs> I had to, had to <laughs> yeah, do that quick. What are sorry for? I had to do the quick math. <laughs> I'm sorry for correcting you. Frankenstein is in fact a monster. Oh, before you get don't don't close the podcast yet. It's closed. We, you can't. We haven't even done our, our fan favorite segment that we do every week.
0: What's our fan favorite segment?
1: It's, um as you know that we do every week It's called All Scares Considered.
0: Uh, okay, so we're gonna just <laughs> we're gonna redo this uh, podcast with like better questions and stuff like that, like better content.
1: <laughs> no, no, this is the segment where each week we talk about our favorite horror horror theme songs we've covered a lot of like you know the standby favorites right now uh-huh you know your monster mashes oh so
0: it's your turn this week
1: it's my turn this week go ahead okay so yeah so i would say um my favorite horror theme song to get away from the usual monster parties the usual um kind of one novelty songs mm-hmm. i would say my horror song of this week is frankie teardrop by suicide okay <laughs> I would classify it as a horror song. It's 11 and a half minutes or so. 10, ten and a half, I would say. Okay. Here, let's, let me play a sample real quick. Ah! Frankie got the
0: gun. We do a old live play role-playing game podcast called Network. Yeah, that's it. Uh, it's mainly um, Andrew makes mouth noises. Mm-hmm. Just horrible mouth noises. You have to be a mouth noise fetishist to uh, listen to it, I think.
1: Or just enjoy it. Or just a tolerator.
0: <laughs> mouth noise. <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. I'm going to download this podcast and just tolerate it for half an hour.
1: <laughs> I feel like some people do that just be part of the discourse, you know? Just
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the raging discourse. So. Uh, yeah. So that, I mean, that's... Um, we've got an, uh, an old school role-playing game podcast... Um, uh, series uh, and we're also doing um, other games we do story games yeah as well, but a, what was
1: that theme for it sounds like a weird little thing right?
0: that's for a game that Andrew actually wrote called, oh that's uh, cool a game RPG about nothing yeah that's weird uh, which you can get at pizza pranks at h.io. weird
1: yeah that sounds like a cool thing I bet you could pay like upwards of three dollars for that
0: three dollars minimum donation
1: for a P- no it's not minimum donation That's minimum price my dude yeah, same thing. No, no, donation implies donation that to the Android fund. Donation implies that you don't have to pay anything.
0: <laughs> three dollars or best offer.
1: Yeah, exactly. The but be- the best offer has to be higher <laughs> than three dollars. Um yeah, what I'm saying is you gotta respect your art you gotta charge people for it.
0: You can also get other video games there, right?
1: Yeah, those those ones are for free.
0: Okay. So you can get free video games. Kids love it. This is like a f- this is your fortnights. This is your Overwatches, this is your League of Legends. That's all I that's this all your is- Tetris. It's this all right. Legend of Zelda. This is your Fortnite. Fortnite.
1: Fortnite. I was at the your mall. Minecraft. I was at the mall and I saw t shirts. They were just like pictures of th- popular things and they just said Fortnite underneath them. <laughs> That's a t shirt. <laughs> it was like the Avengers and The Simpsons that just said Fortnite. <laughs> it's true.
0: It's true, it's Fortnite. It's all Fortnite.
1: Is that the name of our new podcast? It's all it's Fortnite. It's all Fortnite. <laughs> we just-
0: I just want to... We just do a podcast. We should do like 12 episodes. And it's called... It's all Fortnite. All right. And each episode we try... It. Now, I don't know what your familiarity with Fortnite is. It could be higher than mine. It probably is. I mean... <laughs> I think we should just describe what we imagine Fortnite is like.
1: The thing is, I know exactly what... I basically know what it is. I mean,
0: it's a battle royale game. Yeah,
1: well, you where you build things. Where well, you build things. And you do dances. Okay, so that's... There's probably more to that, but that's the extent of... There's a bus, and you can wave to the bus driver when you leave.
0: Okay. So we, we see, we there's episode one. We just does a little teaser for it. Okay, but we I think there's some comedy gold there. If you do, a, it's all Fortnite, and you're just like making shit up about what Fortnite, like just a pure fictional podcast.
1: Um, why don't we do a, tw- a twelve episode mini prestige podcast called "It's All Fortnite"? Yeah, it's
0: just it's maybe fourteen minutes of us just saying stuff that's not true about an imaginal game called Fortnite. And now
1: you need to cut this because I think, on, in all fairness, we should do that. <laughs> I'm down.
0: Um. So, yeah, that's uh, pizzafranks.nitch.io for all sorts of video games.
1: Yeah. Do you like wrestling? I make video I make – what I'm working on right now is about wrestling. I
0: saw a uh, gif on Twitter yeah. that was like you can autograph your wrestling. Yeah, the stuff. idea
1: is like you you go down to the VFW and you do autographing.
0: My gym teacher in high school was a uh, professional wrestler on the side. Sweet Scott Ashworth. I'm going to believe his name. Okay. I don't know. I don't know why.
1: <laughs> I mean – It feels you, right. It does feel right. It feels mysterious.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it wasn't a like a professional, professional pro pro wrestling. Yeah, on the indie circuit. He did pro wrestling, right? I guess is the way to put it. He was on the indie circuit. Yeah, he was an indie wrestler. He would just do like county fairs and stuff.
1: Like high school gyms. Yeah. But not your high school gym. I, feel I like, don't think I, so. I feel like that would be too weird for the people involved.
0: You know, it seems well within his range to do that, but... but I feel enough like... Enough <laughs> said, the better, I think. Yeah. If you have any web design or development needs, please check our sponsor, whalingcityweb.com yes so I'll say about that
1: if you have any need for hauntings in your house please check our other sponsor personal.com
0: yeah you can it's going to redirect to whalingcityweb.com so <laughs> <laughs> for at least the next year um, we'd like to start taking listener questions and comments on the show we do occasionally get listener questions or comments but not really as much since I started asking for them oh, okay we did get a question on Facebook as to why uh, we only do... Uh,
1: Before 1979?
0: And the reason is there is no reason. It's just an arbitrary... number we picked, and I, I like it.
1: I could make up an excuse of how in the 80s there was a change and there's a shift Well, I mean, there, there's a, there was a reasonable shift... Towards the slasher concept yeah, I mean, that permeates even to the current day.
0: The thing is, you couldn't really pick 1979 for that? No. But, because, you know, we might even do Halloween, the movie Halloween... At some point, because it came out before 1979.
1: But anyway, if you
0: so there's the, there's your answer. The first we just answered the listener question. Yeah. If you want to get your question answered, you can email us at uh, matt at goldenhr com. It's my my personal business email address. So it's your personal business email. Um, if you or you can leave us a voicemail. We'll play it, and then comment 508-817-3408. Unless you specifically ask us not to play it. Yeah. In which case, probably just send us an email. Right. I'm going to get confused.
1: <laughs> Unless you just want us to hear your voice, but not want other people to hear your voice.
0: I, You know, I would definitely appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes or your podcast service of choice.
1: Yeah, just write five stars, you know. Say, say, for instance, you had a cursed object in your house, and the only way to break the curse is to... We set up a deal with CurseOnline.com where the only way to break curses is to leave five-star reviews on iTunes.
0: I, and I also just want to say if you feel like you're inclined to give us a less-than-five-star review... Just don't. Just don't leave us a review.
1: Just leave five stars instead.
0: So if you don't want to miss an episode, there's a couple different ways you can do so. Aside from subscribing the to the traditional your podcast way.
1: service of choice yeah,
0: via RSS feed or however they do it these days.
1: You just click the button that says subscribe on your podcatcher.
0: Yep, that'll do it too. I like to manually type in the RSS feeds into iTunes. That's, that's been my practice for, for almost a decade, and I'm not—I don't see myself changing it because iTunes is forever. Yeah,
1: it's never going away. Um, I love installing it on all of my Windows machines. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, we also have a mailing list. Ooh. Which all it does is just auto sends you a notification that says, "Hey, it's a new episode." Does it have a fun blurb? It does. You're subscribed.
1: I probably delete the email. Yeah, well, maybe uh, I should write fun blurbs for it.
0: No need. You know why? Because I don't. I don't go in and send out a new one. It's all just RSS based, so it triggers a webhook on Mailchimp and oh, out so. Oh, so
1: I can't make a fun newsletter?
0: Um, well, I could if I wanted to get to. Like I could change the RSS feed of WordPress so that. it...
1: sends out fun newsletters. So that,
0: like, you can give me a blurb with each episode, and it's in the RSS feed. And when the RSS feed gets sent to MailChimp, it's reading from this RSS feed instead of the to WordPress one.
1: Yeah. I feel like if we were doing more stuff, I'd say no newsletter, but where we only release a single podcast episode every few weeks. Yeah. It's kind of excessive.
0: Yeah. But it's easily, it's, that's a fairly trivial bit of um, web development to do. Yeah. Um,
1: and you would know that since you are um, a web developer. I suppose. WhalingCityWebDevelopment.com.
0: Yeah, com. If you want a website, I can, or if you, if you want, want to, just to ask me questions about building stuff on the internet, com.
1: If you want him to set up you up a MailChimp.
0: Yep, I can set up your MailChimp. I, I mean, it's, you're probably uh, overkill to get me to set up your MailChimp because hey, if you've set up a MailChimp before, it's not that hard. Hey, but,
1: MailChimp spends money, MailChimp money spends the same as anything else, you know?
0: Yeah, I'm, right, I'm not saying I won't do it. I'll do it. <laughs> but I'm more of a systems integration guy at this point, so if you want me to like hook your APIs up, then I can do that. To MailChimp? if you want bellship has a robust API um, there's also Facebook facebook.com yeah. slash Algar this year I, I don't only again the Facebook is just gonna post to a new episode comes out Yeah. in general I, I used to post more stuff on there but I sort of cooled off on using Facebook in general yeah. So, but I want to leave it there as a way if that's the way you heard the podcast
1: some might say we only have you. some might say I only have an account left because of that page I mean that is
0: the reason that I don't still have an account
1: is because of that page well, also, technically speaking, I get invites to event from like one person through that page. And then, yeah,
0: there's—I mean, there's a few. I shouldn't say it's not the literal singular reason, but there's like a handful of non-real Facebook-y reasons that I still have a Facebook account. With. Right. It's mainly to do with groups or pages that I administrate. Or you can follow me on Twitter at the Water Method or Andrew at Pizza Pranks. My Twitter is also—it's uh, pretty much automated. Okay. But it also automate automatically posts new podcast episodes when they come out.
1: My Twitter is all 100 percent handcrafted.
0: Mm-hmm. If you want our Chisnall Twitter, you can go to Andrew Pizza Pranks. I have there.
1: all our chisel Twitter.
0: He may or may not tweet when a new episode comes out. I think every maybe fifth one he might tweet out.
1: You know what? I often don't know when they come out. <laughs> you know, if you, if you attach me to them, I will retweet <laughs> If you attach me to them, I will retweet them. Yeah. Okay. I'm building on my follower base. No, you don't get that back. <laughs> I don't know why you think you would have one of those things.
0: Uh, Andrew's website, as we said, is PizzaPranks.ish.io. Mm-hmm. Our other podcast is Network. Yeah. Our theme music is Swan Lake Dub by Dubology. Um, it's going to it easy. It's next true. Month, um, I don't know what we're going to do yet. Hey, everyone. It's Matt. I'm just cutting in here to let you know that next episode is going to be our 50th anniversary spectacular. It's our 50th episode. So if there's anything in particular you'd like us to talk about, please do let us know. Other than that, we're probably going to run through the our favorite moments and favorite movies. Uh, I expect it to run a little bit longer. Uh, we're going to try to have a good time with it. So... Let us know.
1: Alright, stay scared. Scarecrow. I'm I'm testing it. I'm Josh your name for our podcast listeners.